milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This man must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C. and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. And that's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. And today we're blessed with a special guest, Leonora Cavoda. Hello, Leonora. Good morning, Scott. So, um, you know, we brought you on today on a Wednesday instead of a Friday because you missed a couple of the Fridays. And then Wednesday, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're on the eve of Thanksgiving. So. Exactly. So we're going to be talking a little bit about Thanksgiving today. Um, but the big story today, actually, there's a lot of big stories in government um, in politics. We're living in some very strange times, but uh, in the world of finance, um, well, finance rhymes with finance. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's this guy named CZ, and I think his name is Shangpeng Zhao. Okay, I'm He's, sure you're bastardizing that. No, I think I'm. I'm you got it right. Yeah, really? Shangpeng, Shang, Shangpeng Zhao. Oh, uh, that was good. Yeah, well, I said it with the accent. They call him CZ for short, like Z, CZ Top, Easy Top, ZZ Top. Um, so the founder and CEO pleaded guilty to associated charges and agreed to a fifty million dollar fine, but he's going to have to pay billions to the. Department of Justice. So this is a kind of an interesting thing. The U.S. has charged Binance, the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange. Remember Signature Bank? Yes. Propped up by crypto? Yes, uh, that was what, about 10 months ago? You know, right. The whole situation when that imploded? Right, yes. right. And then FTX and mm-hmm. Sam Bankman-Fried, mm-hmm. they were partnered with the Ukrainian National Bank to take donations to help the Ukrainians. But instead, they were helping the Democrats. That's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the money was going into the Ukrainian National Bank in the form of crypto. The managing partner for the Ukrainian National Bank for crypto donations, which was a large chunk of the donations, was going and being managed by FTX, run by a guy named Sam Bankman-Fried. And he was taking the money, and he became the Democrats' second biggest donor. Next to who? 
George Soros, the guy that spent the last 25 years investing in electronic voting machines <laughs> that manipulated the currency with the Bank of England to, to where it almost overthrew the government of the United Kingdom. And he's banned in, uh, at the, uh, from doing any kind of business with the, United, the Bank of England. And he's been responsible for the coup in the 2014 Ukraine uh, revolution that disrupted everything that was going on there because his open society had a renaissance group uh, called the Renaissance Federation or something like that, uh, was involved in doing exactly the kind of thing that George Soros is doing here, manipulating the pawns on the playing field uh, unbeknownst to the federal government, you know, even at the state level, like with the district attorneys and and fi- financing and, and winning these things. Just like Elon Musk said just a few weeks ago, he said that the interesting thing about what Soros is doing is, you know, if he if he were to donate $100 million to something or $10 million to something, uh, $10 million, well, Say a million dollars. A million dollars. A million dollars donation to a presidential campaign or even maybe even a Senate seat is not really going to be the game changer that it could be if you were to donate a million dollars to a district attorney's office and try to get a district attorney to win. So you don't have to pass laws if you can... Get a district attorney that doesn't enforce the laws. That was the point that Elon Musk made. So all of this is sort of connected. You get the censorship that has been coming out of the federal government and CISA. Um, We've talked about that. We've talked about a lot of things that have been going on in this Media Matters lawsuit between Elon Musk and Media Matters. And this rigging of demonetizing de- de- uh, Twitter because they're the advocates for free speech. Then you got these globalist partners that are basically saying, we have the rules and we will enforce the rules with sanctions if Elon Musk doesn't toe the line. Then you have the UN person that we've played clips from where they talked about how they control Google and what you see in the name of climate. If you search for climate or anything else that's like politicized on Google, you may as well just head over to DuckDuckGo. And if that's any better, I'll be surprised because of the you know the under underwriters of that group. But here's the thing: the best we can do, I think, sometimes the best you can do is go to a search engine like Yandex or some off the mark, you know, third world search engine. You might do better in getting the truth on climate than if you were to go to Google or anyone else. So we'll see. But the U.S. has charged uh, Binance, the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange, with violating sanctions and money-transmitting laws, leading to a $4.3 billion settlement. The allegations include Binance's failure to uphold an an adequate anti-money laundering program. So... I don't know. It's a Ponzi scheme. Well, well, the thing about anti-money laundering programs is banks are required 
to have their employees participate in training where they learn about money laundering. I know when I worked for Chase and TD, I had to do anti-money laundering training. It was, okay. you know, it was part of you know the suite of trainings that you had to learn as a banker. Zhao CZ is barred from any present or future involvement in Binance's operation or management with the restriction ending three years after the monitor's appointment. All right, and then it says uh, he has pled guilty to money laundering violations in Seattle and Binance also pleading guilty, paying $4.3 billion in fines. Wow. So I wonder how, I wonder how the Bidens will figure out how to spend that. <laughs> um, so this is interesting. Let's take a listen to this. Breaking Binance CEO CZ pleads guilty and is stepping down as CEO. Binance agrees to pay the $4 billion, blah, 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 blah. Everybody's comparing this to like a lot of the shenanigans of the Sam Bankman Freed and and the 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 um but this guy has an analysis that's pretty good. Uh, Jamie Dimon might be involved. I mean or no, BlackRock. BlackRock might be involved. I mean they want to get basically control of the crypto market and they're going after every other little thing uh in the process to try to gain control of that market especially you know on the build up to central bank digital currencies so wherever the globalists want to destroy they will destroy they are so powerful and they'll take you out you know remember jack ma Mm-hmm. From you know, and then he stepped out of line, and next thing you know, he was gone. Yeah, he 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 vanished. So let's take a listen to this analysis. This is pretty good about this particular subject. It's a big deal. This and the Fed indicating today that they are going to continue with their quantitative tightening, which is going to cause more regional banks to go under, which is going to cause the housing market to stagnate even further. It's a huge and make it really difficult for the gen. What is the generation today? Was it Gen X, Gen what? It's Gen Z. Gen Z? Okay, yes. Gen Z. Oh, yeah. Gen X is, I think I'm Gen X. Or, yeah. Or, 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 yeah. No, we're both Gen X. Yeah, okay. So, um, no, Gen Z, right? Okay, Gen Z? Yeah. All right. Um, so, Biden is losing the Gen Z. I mean, he's down from 52% to 30%, 31%. And, you know, he's being leveraged to shut down TikTok in the name of national security against China, who he owes a debt of gratitude to because, you know, they've paid him millions of dollars. So he's damned if he does and damned if he doesn't, right? So, I mean, the, the, th- the problem there is... He's between a rock and a hard place. But then TikTok and then Huawei and all these other different things that are impeding on national security. Biden has to make a decision. He won't make any because he's so afraid of China. And he did at one point ban TikTok. So he's actually going back on what he originally said. He banned it with the uh, government employees. Right. They're not allowed to put it on their phone. Exactly. But. If it's good enough for the goose, it should be good enough for the gander. But Your he children wants are... to tap into it to get that marketplace, I to know. get that demographic. Well, it's twofold. A, he wants to reach that market to sell him on a bunch of pack of lies because he sucks. That's number one. Number two, 
Um, number two is if he shuts it down, you know how many people he's going to piss off? You know, he's going to really anger. I mean, you know how many kids are going to be upset with Joe Biden? Well, it's the kids. It's also the people that sponsor things on TikTok. There's a ton of people. I mean, I don't use it, but there's a whole plethora of people oh, who I, do. I would never put that I on w- my phone. I would never either. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't want to be I, a victim to China. Well, I, I, I am a, I am averse. I can't stand social media. Like, you know, I used to have, you know, I used to be on Facebook a little bit more and everybody would be like, do you want to check in? You want to check in? And I'm like, no, don't check me in, boss. Don't check me in because you know what? As soon as I check in, someone's going to rob my house. Well, exactly. (laughs) But for all the people who just heard Scott say he hates social media and then we'll see him promote his show on social media, he draws the distinction between using it personally and using it professionally. Yeah. So for, yeah. It's ubiquitous. So, you have so to use it, unfortunately. Please, please, I beg everybody now. <laughs> follow, well, watch, me. follow me. Follow, follow me on me. X. <laughs> follow me on x.com slash Scott Adams show. Okay. Follow me, please. All right. So um, let's take a listen to this guy. This guy is talking about Binance and he's really, really, he makes a good point. Uh, let's take a listen. Uh-oh. Trying. I'm. I'm working here. I'm working. We're working it. Um. I. I. You know what happened? I already switched it over to the right sound source, and then I forgot because we got carried away, and then I switched it back. <laughs> All right. Let's. Let's do this again. Take two. Breaking news: Binance CEO CZ steps down and agrees to the criminal charges <clears throat> and to pay the four billion dollar settlement, uh, which the DOJ is going after Binance for. So CZ will step down. He'll probably have to disappear for a bit. You know, that's probably good for him. Go hang out on the beach in Miami. But he still will remain as the majority shareholder of Binance. So very interesting move here. And there were reports that he appeared in a courthouse in Seattle this morning. That's to be verified. But, folks, you see the chess moves happening here. Right Binance here. getting moved out of the way in compliance. And this is all because of Wall Street. BlackRock, the Jamie Diamonds, and so forth, they are coming in to take over. And they were not going to get the Bitcoin spot ETF approved until this took place. So this is the clearing away of the crypto startups for the mother of all bull markets that's coming. You could rest assured that any time, um, gosh... A.G. Merrick Garland. Uh, every, anytime A.G. Merrick Garland gets involved, it's 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 a shady government overreach of power. They're they're the Gestapo police. Uh, the FBI and the Department of Justice have become so corrupt um, that all they're interested in is selling out America for their donor class, BlackRock. Jamie Dimon, you know, uh, who, he's Chase, right? Chase, J- he's J- Chase. Yeah. I've seen him in person when I used to work there many moons ago. <laughs> he's been there a lot long? He's, he's, been, there, he's been there a long time. It, well, the, it happened with the merger between Bank One and Chase, which was, I want to say, 2004. Incidentally, Leonora, back in uh, uh, when 9-11 happened, she was working about three blocks from the World Trade Center building. She was in her office that day when the buildings came down and had to walk home. In heels with a, a wet napkin over her head. I didn't have heels dust. on. I didn't have uh, heels okay, on. I, yeah. I thought I had the uh, I had the foresight not to wear heels that day. I was wearing loafers, but I threw them out afterwards. Yeah, they were filthy, right? They were filthy. Yeah, I said yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, I actually threw my shoes out. 
Yeah, were you covered in dust and everything mm-hmm. else? Yeah, so you were working at Chase then in uh, the building three blocks away from World Trade Center on 9-11. Uh, that's Leonora's story. Um, but uh, Let's not talk about that That's today. another story for another day. <laughs> exactly. We're, we're in November, not September. No, no, no. But this, fine, this guy making this point about yes. clearing out Binance, I think that there's chess pieces going on here. That are very interesting, you know. That it's not always what it seems. It's not a, uh, it's not a Ma- Bernie Madoff uh, Ponzi scheme here, as much as it is maybe Merrick. Because as, as soon as Merrick Garland got involved, I'm thinking to myself, I've never found myself on the same side as Merrick Garland. Like I think that guy is the biggest scoundrel on the planet, right? So whatever he's up to. It's probably something I wouldn't, you know, agree with. And aren't we glad he did not become a Supreme Court justice? Oh, my goodness, yeah. (laughs) Attorney General is bad enough. Did you know that $165 billion we've given to Ukraine thus far could have built the border wall six times over? Or given every homeless vet $2 million in their pocket? Or fixed Flint's water, Flint, Michigan's water system? 215 times over or given 50 million dollars to every family impacted by the Maui fires they received 700 dollars <throat> so Haley Kennington um, she is a uh, editor for uh, Daily Wire um, she just put that out today I thought yeah I'll read that to the audience alright so um this guy named Michael, oh, well, this is Barry Tracker, you know, Michael Berry uh, from the finance collapse. Oh, you're talking about uh, Too Big to Fail? Well, it was uh, also the the movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Too Big to Fail, uh, The Big Short, The Big the Short. Big short yeah. The Big Short, yeah. yeah. Um, the, cri- is, the, the part that Christian Bale played in the movie. That's right, yeah, his character, Michael Berry. Well, Michael Berry sucker, he says... Is it any shock that the CEO of Binance, CZ, CZ, this guy, is stepping down due to fraud charges? CZ was featured in the same exact type of grift video as SBF and FTX was back in 2022. So in this case, um, you know, it's a stupid video like this. I remember when Sam Bankman-Free was like, I just want to give all my money away. Yeah, give it all to Democrats and mm-hmm. Lindsey Graham. Yeah, which, you know, is the exception to the Democrat, but yeah. really kind of a Democrat in yeah. sheep's clothing. But um, here. So they have this little sound. Was thing. born in China, grew up in Vancouver, Canada, and now lives in Dubai. But his incredible story starts at a poker table in 2013. He was playing poker with a few of his friends when one of them said, Hey, have you heard about the Bitcoin? The bi- so anyway, they put out this gimmicky video very much in the, in the same genre as Sam Bankman-Fried. And so there, there's a lot more going on with Binance than meets the eye. And that's a not new news, by the way. So how far quantitative tightening might go? Okay, Powell sees quantitative tightening continuing for a while until the Fed's balance sheet at $7.9 trillion starts looking a bit more normal than it does now. But with the balance sheet still $3.7 trillion bigger than it was in 2019, 
That would take years at the current price at pace. Surveys of traders point to 2025 as an ex- expected end date, but can quantitative tightening last that long? News coverage inevitably features investors bracing for turbulence from quantitative tightening. Some on Wall Street warn the Fed is approaching a level where funding market dysfunction is possible. So that's according to the Financial uh, Times. So it's far from scarce cash balances. So we are we are way way above the Fed estimate of you know like basically where that should be, like three point seven trillion bigger than 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 what it was in two thousand nineteen. So it's bloated, and it still needs to flatten out. It needs mm-hmm. to get back down to normal. So they're going to have to tighten. And the only way that this is really going to get corrected, uh, and with the quantitative tightening, it's it's almost assured that the job market is going to be the next thing to get hit. And, you know, that's a... The other big news is this Altman guy, Ben Altman, uh, from OpenAI, got poached back. He's no longer going to Microsoft. So OpenAI is back in business. Okay. And uh, I guess that's a good thing because that might give Microsoft too much power and we don't want Bill Gates to have more power than he already has. So for now, I think I'm okay with OpenAI and, you know, not losing Ben Altman, not being shattered and going under, and not ceding power to this hostile takeover, really is what it was, from Microsoft against OpenAI. So uh, usual unusual whale says Fed minutes, all on FOMC saw rates uh, remaining restrictive for some time, sees further tightening in inflation progress if inflation progress is insufficient, and all on FOMC agree to proceed carefully on rates. So it's caution. Uh, But we're facing some economic uh, uncertainty for sure. Uh, This guy named Fred Hickey says, Best Buy, Lowe's, and analog devices all out with poor quarterly reports and guidance this morning. Clean sweep with recession-like numbers. Wall Street continues to be in denial as usual, but there's only so long they can pretend to be wily coyote ignoring gravitational reality. Well, Best Buy and Lowe's are two indicators for sure, electronics and home building. Home building is, that whole sector is being um, flattened because people aren't moving out of their homes. Hmm. The supply of housing is at a, like a real low, and the demand is at a real low. The The complete real estate market is stagnant. Nobody's buying, nobody's selling, nobody's building. And that spells big trouble for Home Depot and, and Lowe's. So we got this meme here. It says the FBI orchestrated the Russiagate. The FBI orchestrated the Ukraine call impeachment. The FBI orchestrated the Black Lives Matter riots. The FBI orchestrated police state raids. The FBI orchestrated the 2020 election fraud. The FBI orchestrated the J6 insurrection, and they orchestrated the J6 committee's malfeasance. 
The FBI orchestrated the Nashville Manifesto cover-up. The FBI orchestrated the border invasion. The FBI orchestrated is orchestrating the destruction of America. The children in Nashville were murdered because they were white Christians. The left-wing shooter's manifesto mimics Joe Biden's hateful rhetoric. The FBI knows that. That's why they prevented the manifesto from coming out. Yeah, I thought that was a really good point that they made. Paul Sperry writes this, Breaking records reveal Biden had his personal lawyer send a FedEx driver to the Penn Biden Center to pick up boxes of White House documents on November 2nd, 2022, the day before the National Archives arrived at the center to retrieve classified White House documents so-called discovered there. So docs withheld from NARA, you know, that's uh, he's an investigative journalist and he got that information so they're, they're just, the Bidens are getting away with so much Absolutely. criminal behavior. So interrogation of a detainee in Hamas reveals that Hamas used the Palestinian Red Crescent building as an area to operate from. Asked why Hamas would use the compound, the person says, we became their human shields. It's obvious the Israeli Defense Forces would not strike a place with 40,000 people in it. So basically, the Red Cross was helping Hamas, in a sense. And it was their version of a Red Cross and Red Cross. I think the Red Cross is, has it goes by a different name over there. Um, all right, so Charlie Kirk put this out. Uh, I don't know. Do, do, do you have this, Leonora? Why don't you read it? So uh, why, did you, why don't you read the Charlie Kirk? Uh, okay, I'll do it. Israeli intelligence minister Gila Gamaliel has an op-ed in the Jerusalem Post calling for a worldwide refugee resettlement scheme to move 2 million Gazans out of Israel and into the rest of the world. Thank you very much. Yeah, right. (laughs) It's more refugees, more slave labor, more cheap labor. The corporations love it. Yeah. So around 2 million people in Gaza may many of whom voted for Hamas and celebrated the massacre of innocent men, women, and children. Gaza is breeding ground for extremism. We must try something new, and we call on the international community to help make it a reality. You know, when you have, like, killers in jail, you leave them in jail, right? right. Otherwise, you let them out, and they're going to kill. So why are we doing Why? Why is this happening? The UN and everybody else is getting paid off by the corporations who want the to exploit this cheap labor. And uh, that's all it can be. Yeah, These people will work for next to nothing because they, they have no education. They hate for no reason. They have no reason. They're never going to be successful, you know, with, um, with that kind of mentality. And yet, you know, here it is. It's an attempt, you know, as Charlie Kirk points out, uh, Gamil is trying to guilt the West into taking terrorists and terrorist supporters off of Israel's hands and making them our problem instead. That's yeah. what he's basically saying. Well, isn't that what we did with the open borders? Yeah. I mean, Venezuela was letting a free, basically saving a huge amount of money having to feed their prisoners, their worst criminals, the, the most violent criminals, were given an option. Hey, because you cost us money every time we have to feed you breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? 
in prison for killing you know everybody right so we're going to give you one choice and that is to get the hell out of our country and so they say oh i get to go to america and drive a, a, a uber really oh okay i'll do that and they come to america and when you get in these cars now sometimes you get in these cars they're pretty shady yeah. looking characters you're like I bet you six months ago you were probably on a battlefield blowing people up, <laughs> and here you are driving. All me right, to you're the making store. gross generalizations. I mean, we. we I, <laughs> I, I promise you, I had that thought. Yeah, yeah. That that, that thought's run across my head. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the, well, that's the downside of the gig economy. You never know who you might get behind <laughs> the wheel. I mean, you you get all these people that are working three different jobs so that they can take their family on vacation, but then you you may get a questionable character. Speaking of de- uh, de- uh, terrorists, the Democrats, um, you know, you got Ilhan Omar, you got Rashida Tlaib, you got Ocasio-Cortez, you know, and they're Ayanna, all monsters. And Ayanna Presley, that's the squad. I think yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. few other, like, junior squad members. Oh, and then that... Uh, uh, Corey, Corey Bro- Booker, no, no Corey, Corey Brooks, Corey Brooks, yeah, yeah, who basically says um, she wants to ban your guns, but she'll she'll spend all as much money as it takes to keep herself safe. Well, that's what it is. <laughs> I mean, that's the elites over and over again. They they want well, they don't want the people not in the elite. They, well, no, no, but they think they're elites. They don't want the people she's in the got heartland a to education. be. They they don't want the people in the heartland to be protected. Yeah, but they but they want their own private detail. Well, then you got these really smart Democrat terrorists like Dan Goldman. <laughs> Dan Goldman was the on the impeachment witch hunt he was one of the attorneys and then he got so famous that running for his congressional seat in in new york he became a rock star hey we took it to the man by man i mean trump right he was sort of like pulling the letitia james of white jewish guys right he was the letitia james and and fanny willis for white jewish men but um here he is here talking about Donald Trump. Let's see if this rings. Is, is this is this smart or should he be maybe censured or sh- should he be maybe thrown in jail for this? I don't know. Uh, and he has to be uh, he has to be eliminated. Uh, oh, <laughs> does that sound like this man just made a threat against the 45th president uh, yeah. of the United States? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's what he did. So, you know, speaking of the 45th president, uh, we're, we have some audio clips we want to play uh, for you. They're short and sweet. So we got this uh, guy that's calling for it. Dan Goldman's calling for the elimination of the president, right? But we have um, President Trump making a bunch of comments recently. He says, President Xi and I had a deal whereby China was going to criminalize at the highest level, the death penalty for, manu- you know, for the manufacturing of fentanyl. Let's take a listen. President Xi and I had a deal whereby China was going to criminalize at the highest level the death penalty. The manufacturing of fentanyl has to do it. The deal miraculously disappeared with our rigged presidential election of 2020. It's too bad. Many people have died because of that election. Many people have died. One more thing to add to the stolen election and the list of disasters having to do with that stolen election. We cannot allow our elections to be rigged anymore. If you look at what's happened, Russia would have never attacked Ukraine. 
Israel would not have been attacked so viciously, so violently. It wouldn't have been attacked at all. Nothing would have happened. We wouldn't have inflation. We'd have a great economy. And now to add it all on, all of these things, these horrible things have happened. And now you have one more on your list of disasters. Thank you very much. Love that. All right. So now we got this one about the sanctimonious. Let's take a listen to this one. Fox News gave up on Ron DeSanctimonious. He's turned out to be a disaster. Now they're pushing Birdbrain. You know who that is? Nikki Haley. They just haven't learned, and probably they never will. It's just not happening. So Nikki Haley is Birdbrain. <laughs> <laughs> Again. All right, let's take a listen to this one. Wow, my poll. Oh, the polls. He's talking about the polls. Wow, my poll numbers continue to go up, leading my opponents, including Crooked Joe, by a lot. Make America great again. <laughs> I love this guy, man. And you know what? Uh, this Black Lives Matter guy has flipped and is pushing Trump now yeah. in Black Lives Matter. Well, it's amazing how Ron yeah. DeSantis has kind of fallen off of the radar. Although he, although he is going to be debating Newsom because I guess people think Biden isn't yeah, going to be the be, candidate. No one cares. But <laughs> no one cares about Gavin Newsom and, and DeSanctimonious. But here's the thing. He ruined his political career now. He does. He and did. Matt Gates totally. is going to be the next governor of Florida. Yeah. And um, and uh, DeSantis is going to have to go back to being a lawyer. Um, the thing is, is that he listened to Paul Ryan and Carl Rove and they and Ronna McDaniel, and they always get it wrong. These people don't understand the conservative movement in America. They are completely out of touch. They're probably at least... One to two decades behind in terms of where this party is and should be. And Donald Trump, overnight, boom, did it. Um, let's take a listen to this one. America's great, greatest dictator, Joe Biden, obstructs Department of Justice document charges. Wow. Fake news CNN <laughs> through a leak from the Department of Injustice has just reported that no charges will be filed in the much bigger than mine, Crooked Joe Biden case, having to do with documents. You know that case. And you take a look at what's happened there. We're living in a very, very corrupt country. So no charges are going to be filed against him. But on mine, where I have all sorts of immunities and all sorts of protections, he doesn't because he wasn't president then. They go after me, but they don't go after him. We are living in a very corrupt country. I would say so. And then we got this one. Kim Reynolds, you know, endorsed to Sanctimonious in Iowa. And here's what happens to her when she does that. Kim Reynolds of Iowa has gone from a popular governor to the most unpopular governor in the entire United States of America. Not an easy feat. Her endorsement of Ron DeSanctimonious, who is 50 points down to me in the polls, has given him exactly zero bounce. He's a wounded bird falling violently from the sky. I wonder what position Kim was promised in order to back someone who is so far down in the polls. I got Iowa first in the nation, ethanol security, and $28 billion for our great farmers in Iowa and Nebraska and Wisconsin and many other farming areas of our country. $28 billion for the farmers. I also protected Social Security and Medicare. The Sanctimonious and Nikki Haley did absolutely nothing. Make America great again. 
Now, there was a community uh, note here where it says, Kim Reynolds won re-election by almost 20 points using this metric. She is amongst the most popular governors currently serving. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. It'll be interesting to see how far she goes down as a result of touching, you know, the third rail, which is any rail uh, other than Trump Mm -hmm. um, in the conservative movement. Uh, Congratulations to Javier Millet. And uh, by the way, Millet gave a great, great uh, note about Donald, uh, Donald Trump. He said the only way this... He was basically like the guy from Hungary. Um, what's his name again? Oh, Vic- Orban. Orban. Victor, Victor Orban. Orban said the only the only way we could be defeat globalism is by the United States electing Donald Trump, because the only way to defeat globalism tyranny mm-hmm. is if the United States releases itself from being hijacked by globalists. Because the United States has the biggest economy, the strongest economy in the world. And so, therefore, globalism doesn't work without United States taxpayer money. Whether that money ends up in Ukraine, whether it ends up in the Middle East in some other conflict, whether it ends up in some climate initiative or some Paris Agreement or some Trans-Pacific Partnership, it's American money that actually turns the wheels of the WHO, the IMF, the World Bank, and with the World Economic Forum corporations that control the popu- uh, politicians that are running uh, a lot of these very social socialist so-called democracies like Canada with Justin Trudeau or Ruta over in the Netherlands or back when Jacinda Dern was running New Zealand into the ground, and so on. So here we go. Congratulations to Javier Millet. A very special congratulations to Javier Millet on a great race for president of Argentina. The whole world was watching, and I am very proud of you. You will turn your country around and truly make Argentina great again. Congratulations. Remember, Bolsonaro was uh, lost in an election fraud in Brazil. And, you know, the world is turning its back on World Economic Forum and globalism. They've seen the failures. They see the higher prices. They see the quality of living. They see the restrictions and controls. They see the regulations. They see the hoaxes, the Russian hoax, the climate hoax, the COVID hoax, the scamdemic, the plandemic. They used it all to try to usurp power from the middle class. 2024 is our final battle. 2024 is our final battle. With you at my side, we will demolish the deep state. We will expel the warmongers from our government. We will drive out the globalists. We will cast out the communists, Marxists, fascists. We will throw off the sick political class that hates our country. We will rout the fake news media. We will evict Joe Biden, crooked as you can be. Joe Biden, the worst president in the history of our country. We will evict him from the White House. And we will finish the job once and for all. We will make America great again. Absolutely. So Mike Johnson's courage will vindicate hundreds of J6 political prisoners. What's coming out with the J6 tapes, Leonora? Phew. Hmm. Man, I mean, we're seeing things 
that are just clearly showing that Chris Ray lied when he said there were no undercover agents. Yeah. It's he hard lied. to believe that this is almost three years ago now. It's amazing. Yeah. Take a listen to this. Congratulations to Speaker of the House Mike Johnson for having the courage and fortitude to release all of the J6 tapes, which will reveal completely what really happened on January 6th. Thank you very much, Mike. Great job. He's a boss, man. He's, He's totally total boss. the boss. New York State's star witness lied to prop up the rigged case against me, he says. Let's take a listen to this. Why doesn't the total implosion, he admitted on the stand that he lied, of the Attorney General of New York's state star witness end this witch hunt once and for all? It's a political witch hunt. That's all it is. This so-called witness, a star witness, Admitted on the stand that he lied. He said, right on the stand, I lied, I lied. <laughs> it looked like Perry Mason at the end of the show. <laughs> and that I never told him or anyone else to inflate the numbers on my financial statements. In fact, the numbers are very low or very conservative. The exact opposite of what this ridiculous rigged case or lawsuit is all about. The fraud is by the judge and the AG, not by me. Because they put in numbers that they knew were way too low. They valued my assets at a tiny fraction of what they should be. As an example, Mar-a-Lago, they valued at $18 million. Mar-a-Lago at $18 million. And it could be 50 to 100 times that much. The judge created a fraud and the AG created a fraud. They're the ones that should be prosecuted. I agree. So we got a couple more. This is very interesting. Fulton County, Georgia acknowledges in a major consent decree that 3,600 individual ballots were duplicated. What? This is very interesting. Fulton County, Georgia acknowledges in a major consent decree that 3,600 individual ballots were duplicated. 36 batches of them were duplicated. That's a lot of crime. 3,600 votes. That's really a lot of crime. When are the rest of these facts coming out? We're all waiting. This is the beginning of an unbelievable period of time. This is massive voter corruption. All right. We just got, I think, two more maybe. Uh, DOJ and FBI attack on me leaves our nations uh, vulnerable to greater threats. Let's take a listen. Our country is under the highest level of threat ever. And yet all the DOJ and FBI want to do is go after Donald Trump. Let's go after him and Donald Trump's family. It's so sad. Our country's in bad shape. We're corrupt. We're not run properly. Our borders are open. Our elections are rigged. And what do they want to do? Let's go after Donald Trump. You'll see crime like you've never seen it before because all of these people coming in illegally from the southern border they have bad intentions. So many of them have bad intentions. You've got to watch our country. You don't have to worry about me. You don't have to worry about my family. Focus on violent crime because there's a lot of it in this country more than ever before. Thank you. All right. And, oh, my gosh. I, let's see how many. We have just two more. Okay. One of my greatest honors as president was to terminate the globalist monstrosity known as the Trans-Pacific Partnership my first day in office. This I talk about this a lot. 
One of my greatest honors as president was to terminate the globalist monstrosity known as Trans-Pacific Partnership my very first day in office. That's when I did it. TPP was an Obama-Biden sellout of the American worker, fully supported by Ron DeSanctimonious. The TPP would have massacred the U.S. auto industry, and it also would have been a catastrophe for family farmers. But <clears throat> thankfully for the American workers, I killed the TPP before it ever could kill you. I stopped it immediately right in its tracks. Now crooked Joe Biden is back trying to resurrect TPP under a different name, but it's really just TPP2. The entire concept is to make it easier to outsource American jobs and factories to Asia by reducing every possible barrier to shipping your jobs overseas while punishing American producers for doing business here at home. Okay, this is exactly what I was talking about with ESG and climate. What they're using is climate. They want G7 to be the innovators and the patent holders and the in, of the intellectual property. And then what they want is to um, green light cheap labor manufacturing in China, like the slave Uyghurs uh, that are in prison camps, or the you know, one and a half billion people that are willing to work for $20 a day rather than $20 an hour, like they do in the West for manufacturing. So the point that I'm making is, this was long in the process. Corporations that are involved with harnessing the power for the BlackRock and, and uh, World Economic Forum are controlling policies that are driving climate initiatives. The climate initiative is an entirely uh, propped up hoax. It's a hoax to perpetuate slave labor. That is all I've ever said about this. Climate initiatives equal slave labor. That's what it does. And we're going to go ahead and take a caller. Um, caller, you're on the air. Hi, Scott and Leonora. How are you this morning? Hey, pretty good. Hey, John. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Happy John. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Leonora, on a rare Wednesday up here. A rare yeah. Wednesday. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Usually on Friday. Um, well, I'm going to throw uh, a contrary view in here regarding uh, President Trump. Look, I want him to win if he's the nominee. I'm not sure he can win if he's the nominee. There is so unless you have a complete implosion uh, and a even more than we've got now. I'm, I'm worried about these polls. You know, the polls. I almost believe this is the same thing that's going on in 2016, where they want to sort of bait the Republicans into nominating Trump because they think he's beatable. At this time, they may be right. There is so much entrenched opposition among the soccer moms. And yes, the soccer moms are complete morons. So I'm not saying they're right. I think they're idiots who've done a lot of damage to the Republic. But, uh, you know, but, well, I shouldn't. That, that, that's too too broad-based, so that's not really fair. But, but you know what I'm saying. Um, there's too many young women, put it that way. Forget the soccer moms. Soccer moms are actually probably both Republican on average more than 50%, but the, the young women are, are particularly stupid and particularly naive. And I don't know if you overcome that in an election. And I, whereas when you look at the DeSantis, I almost said the sanctimonious, but I don't, I, I, he's, he's a guy, he's a matter of fact guy. I don't think he turns off a lot of people. And what I like about him and frankly about Kim Reynolds is they get the job done. They take action. And what I was worried about with Donald Trump, as, as a as a card-carrying member of the base, 
uh, is, and is, a, I think, a, fair to say, a constitutionalist, is there's a lot of hot air there. He said a lot of things. But you know what? I, I didn't see everything I wanted done done. I realized fully he was hamstrung by a lot of bad people. Right. And I, I always discount that. Just like I gave Chris Christie a break, you know, when you look at him in New Jersey, he's dealing with New Jersey. There's only so much you can do. Even right. I'm not a right. huge fan. Um, but with regard to, you know, we talk about, oh, the, the economy. Look, if we took out all our deficit spending, if we, we're bankrupt. If we didn't, def- we're, this is accelerating out of control fast. If we were actually to, to cut the budget. See, Malay wants to actually, if you see the videos of him, he wants to cut this and that. And that that's what you have to do. That's what Harding did, along with Coolidge, in the early 1920s when we faced a, a terrible crisis. They cut taxes and spending by one-third to one-half. And I forget which was which. They, they slashed it. There's nobody who's going to do that. It's not a matter of Donald Trump or even DeSantis. That's the kind of thing that has to be done. Malay wants to do that. He's an Austrian economist. I, I don't see Trump doing it. The pro- that's the problem. I want him to yeah. follow through. So in 2020, not to, to rant too much, but when, when all those asinine Black Lives COVID Matter and Antifa riots, well, and he's like, law and order now. He's tweet- well, you're the president, tough guy. Do something about it. Yeah, and yeah. I understand, again, that the state function. That's the state function. But that's the thing that I'm, I'm worried that they're setting us up, running Newsom in there, who, again, as I've said to you, is a haircut with, a, with search of a brain. The guy's an utter moron. But we saw with Biden, he got elected. Yeah. You don't have to be that bright. So well, I'm, I'm yeah, but you, that, you, that you, we, 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 we can't talk about elections without talking about election rigging. You know, if we can get a handle on that somehow, I, I think that the Republicans agree, never lose. What never are we doing lose. about it? I don't know. What are we doing I about mean, it? that that I don't know. I mean, the courts have to get involved. Now, now on the positive side, if I may say this, I, I do I do like what DeSantis has done. I think he would do a lot of what he said. That being said, I, I've heard tell Stephen Miller has been saying that they are going to, if he's reelected, and I mean, I, I don't want to. I won't hold my breath on this, but if, he, if he's reelected, he will engage in an Eisenhower-style cleanup of the illegal immigrants. Now, yeah. probably just the and, then, and then we have to run. People. We have to run. I, I know. Yeah. I want to hear this last point, but then we do have to go because we have well, some closing yeah. things that we. Have. It, it, well, if he'll do that, that would be. I don't know if you bump it up in the campaign, but that would be fantastic. I don't know if you follow through with it, but that would be huge because. It, 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 what do you do about they? They basically thrown up the doors and said, "What are you going to do about it?" And we're going to get these guys to vote. Which, if you want to talk about election rigging, this yeah. blows the door off that. So yeah. that would be the most exciting thing. I don't know if you've heard about that or, or no. thing. I don't know if it'd be possible, but I, he was in Revolver News. I really hope that would be that would that was the best news I've heard in a long time. So wow. I'm not trying to be too negative on him. I, I want I want him to win, and I think he'd be better the second time than the first time. And his personnel will be better. Well, we are. But it's we, gotta be better. We are all in for Trump. All of our chips are in for Trump right now. I know. So, I know. All but right. but uh, hey, I want to wish you a thanks. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Okay. Thank you, sir. And happy, we're going to be you too. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, John. Take care. All right. Thank thanks you for calling day. in. Bye bye. Bye. All right. So, we, Leonora. Yeah. Speaking we, of Thanksgiving. Well, before we talk about Thanksgiving, let's mention something else. We can't get away without saying that November twenty second, a day that takes place this week, is the sixtieth anniversary of the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Oh, right. 
And, you know, there are many people who listen to this show who remember where they were when this happened or those who don't remember where they were have certainly been hearing about it for the, you know, throughout their lifetime. So we we can't, you know, you know, not address that. And I will mention that where I work, the American Spectator, we happen to have three great articles about it. By three writers I respect, Jeff Lord, a former Reagan speechwriter, wrote about his experience as a, you know, we know all these people. We've met all these people. We know all these people. And Jeff Lord was the guy who got us a video from Donald Trump for our gala, you know, congratulating our founder, Bob Terrell. But also uh, Paul Kanger, our editor, he wrote a piece about communism. And Daniel Flynn also wrote a piece about communism, you know, the connection with, you know, the Lee Harvey communism, uh, you know, connection, obviously. Dan Flynn does a really great morning thing that people should subscribe to. Every, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, a, it's a subscriber benefit. Yeah. Yeah. But but in any event, uh, we can't walk away without thinking about that because what Jackie Kennedy said was do- that John F. Kennedy did not die for civil rights. He died because of a little communist. And we, we cannot escape the millions of people who have died at the hands of communism. And we should be grateful as much as we complain about our uh, political situation in our country that we live in a free country. Well, I don't believe it was a little communist that did. JFK. Well, and, that's, uh, so, and that's the b- other the way, thing is all the controversies. Well, all the well, con- well, for Thanksgiving and for the day after, I am going to be playing my CIA special coverage shows. Uh, as uh, So uh, if you want to hear some really riveting stuff on the CIA's involvement in the JFK, I have really great shows lined up for tomorrow and the next day. Also, you wanted to mention something about Rosalind Carter. Oh, yes. I wanted to mention and something. And we have 30 seconds. All right. Rosalind Carter, what, what I read recently was that Jimmy Carter and Rosalind Carter knew each other because they were neighbors. And he was about uh, about four years older than she was. When she was born, he was three three or four years old, and he peered into her, I guess, her crib and saw her as a baby. And then, you know, I guess they didn't see each other for years, and then they, they both, ended up... They both married for over 75 uh, yeah, years. Yeah, and they, and they got married. I believe he was 22, she was 18. I may have the ages wrong, but the fact that he saw her in a crib as an infant when he was just a little toddler... That's a 100-year relationship. That is almost a 100-year relationship. And, you know, our hearts go out to him that he lost his wife his beloved wife this week but you know that is a love uh, that's a very long love and m- most people would be thrilled to have something comparable okay anything any last thoughts about thanksgiving remember those in your lives remember those who are less fortunate than you and just hug all the people that you care about and I'm a Native American Indian, and I still celebrate it because I like to eat. So. You, 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 you like the you you like you like to eat, and you like to cook. So we're we're always happy to have you at our table yeah. at, at so, Thanksgiving. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Be sure to check out MagaPack.org. Make a donation if you can to help keep the Scott Adams Show commercial free and full of great research. Also, use Red State as your promo code over at My Pillow if you decide to buy some pillow products. Uh, over there, use Red State as your promo code. It helps us out. We get a little commission off that. Also, be sure to check out my AI article by searching Scott Adams AARP AI, and you'll find the article. And leave a comment there if you can. And visit scottadamshow.com to check out the latest podcasts. And with that, my name's Scott Adams. My name is Leonardo Cravetta. And we'll see you next time on the radio. Bye-bye, Just everybody. To bury my kids right up to there.